It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. What's up? This is Jeff. Welcome to Jeff's podcast. And before anything else, last January 7th, I felt my whole body getting a little cold and a little dizzy after we went to Tagaytay for the New Year's celebration dinner because it is very cold. I was craving for bulalo, but the bulalo is larger than I expected. So I decided to stick around at home, and my parents are wearing face masks at home. Some are getting headaches, and some started to have a mild cough, started to sneeze, and sore throat. I heard the news that paracetamol tablets and lozenges have already been sold out at the drugstores. It was like there's another new trend going on during the pandemic. In 2020, there was a Dalgona coffee. It is a beverage made by whipping equal parts instant coffee powder, sugar, and hot water until it becomes creamy and then adding it to cold or hot milk. Whipping is by hand, not by a mixer. Then, in 2021, there was an air fryer because it is healthier rather than frying in oil. I heard the news that air fryer has some benefits, but there's one problem. The air fryer has a risk of creating acrylamides, but polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons and heterocyclic amines can result from an all-high heat cooking with meat. These compounds have associations with cancer, according to the National Cancer Institute. Air fryers are capable of making foods that are healthier than deep-fried food, but keep in mind that fried food is still fried food. When cooking excessively with oil, there will always be associated health effects. And now in 2022, there's paracetamol. Drug companies are running out of paracetamol and even lozenges. Back to the topic, I decided to drink some fresh fruits such as calamansi and oranges every day after eating dinner and getting some sleep. The next day, I checked my body temperature, which is at 37.6 degrees Celsius. So I decided to turn off the electric fan at night and drink hot natural juices every day. After five days of drinking hot natural juices and also a little dose of Delcogen tablet, which is paracetamol, and Fisherman's Friend candy, my body temperature returns to its normal state, which is at 36.5 degrees. I also drink more than eight glasses of water every day to prevent cough or cold and preventing getting dehydrated. I felt like my body gets a cold wave, like having the COVID Omicron variant. So COVID Omicron is definitely an airborne virus. So it is important to have a rest, eat natural and fresh fruits, and drink vitamin C, and avoid going to public places such as malls and attending social events. And also, the most important part is to bring personal hygiene kit, such as alcohol and hand sanitizers, handkerchiefs or tissues, wearing face mask, and if possible, wear a face shield. Today, we're talking about two topics for this episode, and the first topic for this episode is Scott Pilgrim. Online streaming website Netflix announced last January 7th that the franchise is getting an anime adaptation, and based on a popular graphic novel created by Brian Lee O'Malley, Settles on the titular character, who is a slapper and part-time musician who lives in Toronto, Ontario, and plays bass in a band. He falls in love with American delivery girl named Ramona Flowers, 
until her 7th Evil Excess is working on Mona. Scott must defeat her 7th Evil Excess in order to date her in peace. I remember that I watched the live action film adaptation a little on television, where Michael Sarah plays the Disney-like character. He's from the character of Judo, Superbad, and the Lego Batman movie sequels. And this could be interesting for me if the series will be adapted into an anime. Not the American cartoon version, but a Japanese anime adaptation. The series is published by Only Press from August 2004 to July 2010, and published in six volumes, beginning with Percy's Little Life, Versus the World, The Infinite Sadness, Get It Together, Versus the Universe, and Finest Hour. The franchise has matches the style of video game and comic book imagery, so I expect that the anime will use it which can be seen in the 2010 live-action movie. The Hollywood Reporter posted an article that the anime project is in the works, and O'Malley will serve as executive producer and writer for the project, along with Ben David Gabinski is a showrunner, and Edgar Wright, Lilia Pipe, Mike Platt, Jared LeBoff, Adam Siegel, and Michael Bacal are co-executive producers. Japanese animation studio Science Sauer and co-founder of the company Yong Yong Choi are producing for the project. The studio is known for producing several anime works, such as Sumito Owawa's Keep Your Hands Off Isoken, Hideo Furukawa's The Hinky Story, and George Lucas' Star Wars Missions animated short, including Akakiri and PCOB1. I watched Keep Your Hands Off Isoken anime and it is really good for the show. Better check out in the previous episode of the podcast, which is the 26th episode on Spotify, which is Jeff's podcast, and on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash The anime adaptation will adapt the first chapter of the second book, centers on high schooler Scott making a band with Kim Pine and friend Lisa Miller. Her amazing was probably for the best because her plot point of having a cross on Scott would make way too busy to juggle with, having too many chefs in the form of Ramona Flowers, Evil Exes. Kim is played by actress Alison Phil in the live action film, while Lisa does not appear in the live action film. I think the fans want to sign a petition to bring the character in the anime form. The anime adaptation of the series will be announced on who will play the main character, the characters appeared as seen in the previous volumes, and the stream date in the coming months. Our next topic for the episode is Xbox One, and in the previous episode of the podcast, which is the 87th episode, we're talking about Xbox is celebrating its 20th anniversary in 2021. So you can check out the latest topic on the podcast on Spotify, which is Jeff's podcast, and on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Back to the topic, the Verge reports that Microsoft has announced that they will end the manufacturing of the Xbox One console, including the original, One S, One S All Digital Edition, and One X. And the company has ended its production of the Xbox One console back in the fourth quarter of 2020, which is November 2020, before the launch of the series consoles including the Series S and the Series X. Xbox Live service remains operational for Xbox One consoles after the production ended, and the service is available on mobile, PC, and Xbox Game Pass. Xbox head Phil Spencer said in a New York Times interview that the current generation series consoles are selling faster than any previous generations of Xbox, such as the original console itself, 360 and 1. He told that they can actually build more Series S in the same chip space as they can for the Series X. 
the company quietly decided to discontinue the One console in favor of its next generation consoles. This could be the end of an era for the Xbox One console, and it is time to pass the baton to the next generation console, which is the series consoles. Microsoft read the news on the Bloomberg article saying that Sony is expected to discontinue the PlayStation 4 or PS4 console in 2021 to make way for the launch of the PS5 or PlayStation 5, but the problem is a chip shortage which can cause delay the production of the PS5. Instead, the company decided to continue the production of the PS4 in 2022. And Microsoft remains the most valuable company when the Series X console needs to slow down the production in order to avoid chip shortage. The main reason for the chip shortage is due to the COVID pandemic and surge demand for electronics. The Xbox One console launched in November 2013 in North America, Europe, Australasia, and Africa, followed by Japan and China in September 2014, and discontinued in the fourth quarter of 2020. In an NLAB article, Sony told that the company denied the report from Bloomberg regarding that the continuation for the production of the PS4 to make up for the ongoing shortage of the PS5 console. Sony Interactive Entertainment clarified that there was no such plan to end the production of the PS4 at the end of 2021, and they are not withdrawing a suspension to produce the PS4, but rather the company is producing PS4 consoles because their production and sales had already been planned to continue in parallel with PS5. Sony added that as with the previous hardware generation transitions, it will produce and sell both old and new hardware. GameWatch reports that Sony is ceasing the production of all the PS4 models in Japan, but the PS4 slim remains in production in Western markets, following their statement of 3 years support for the PS4. Okay, so there you have it for these two topics for this episode. And don't worry, I'm already recovered, so I'll continue this episode in the coming weeks. Please remind, take care of your health and stay safe. If you have comments or suggestions, let us know in the comments. Follow Jeff11 in Manchester on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to youtube.com slash boy. Well, that's about it for Jeff's podcast. This is Jeff. We'll see you in the next podcast.